This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now the Premier League is over. Yesterday was one of the most dramatic days we've ever seen, really, at the end of a Premier League season. Manchester City are the winners. They were a point in front of Liverpool. But for quite a while in the second half of the games, Manchester City looked very vulnerable. 2-0 down at home to Aston Villa, and it looked like it could be very bad news for them. I'm joined now by John Giles to talk about the weekend games, but also about the season in general. John, Manchester City, 2-0 down with 20 minutes to go to Aston Villa, and they got three goals in five minutes. Uh, And a player that I don't think either of us quite appreciate or admire as much as Pep Guardiola does, Gundogan, who started on the bench, and went on in the second half and really two very important goals. First of all, what did you make of the match in general? Um, well, as you say, City didn't didn't have a good uh, first half at all. I mean, it looked like it was all over. But it, it, this is part of the dramatic season we've had. Yes. And, you know, you wouldn't have put a tube up on, on City no. winning the game. You know, you say Gundogan came on and Gundogan's got a free transfer, I mean, yeah, <laughs> by the way. Leaving, yeah. You know, and he has scored some valuable goals for him, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a fan of his. Uh, no, it, in fact, I, amazing. I misled you and our listeners. He didn't come on for the second half. He didn't come on until the 68th minute, which is, <laughs> they're two down, they're in trouble. <laughs> and they were in trouble, weren't they? They weren't really playing as fluently, say, Kevin De Bruyne, for example, who'd ripped uh, Wolves apart last week. He wasn't doing it. They brought Sterling on earlier, who I did feel had an impact, but it was looking like one of those days, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And it shows you what football is like, I mean, how dramatic it can be. And that was yeah. one, of the, one of the games. We've seen them over the years, but that was one of the... You wouldn't have put two bob on, on Manchester City at that particular stage. Yeah. And then from, from nothing, you know, they, they, they fly off. And get get three goals in what you say is four or five five six minutes. minutes five minutes. Yeah, you know it's just incredible. 
but it shows you what the game is what the game is like. I mean, it's never over till it's over. And to be fair to City, they stuck at it uh, and and got the goals when it really, really mattered, as we know. I mean, this is to win the league or lose the league yeah. at that particular stage. So it's it's it's, it's been a unbelievable season with the rivalry with uh, City and Liverpool. Yeah, and it's not the first season. You know, the uh, three seasons ago, they were in the same situation. Liverpool driving them all the time, went down, yeah. lost by a point. But this was even more dramatic because of the last day scenario. And also, of course, for City, I would have thought in Pep's mind and maybe in the player's mind, we're out of the Champions League. We're not going to be in that next Saturday. We're not going to blow the league as well. That must have been adding to the pressure. Oh, yeah, it was huge pressure. Huge yeah. pressure on them, I mean. Yeah. And it went to the match. I mean, sometimes the pressure is on before you get to the game, but you get yeah. a good start and you get in front and you're okay. Uh, but this, this didn't happen. It was looked like they were, they were, they were on, they were beaten. Yeah. So it's it's been a, a dramatic season. I mean, I mean, it's, Liverpool have been terrific. But I must say now with, with Pep in the league, I mean, they finished, I think, five goals better than Liverpool. Yes. Over the season. Yeah. Without a recognised scorer. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, it's it, it's unbelievable, really. I mean, it, I, I just found out with Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool have been fantastic. But you've got Salah, Diaz, Mane, Yotef, Firmino, yeah. Origi. You know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have backed City at all. Start the season when they, when when the Harry Kane situation fell through. And yes, yeah. Left him without a, a, a regular, a really down and out. Uh, sorry, a, a regular goal scorer. Yeah, and that and to finish five goals ahead of Liverpool is I didn't realise it until yesterday that they scored more goals than Liverpool did. But it's been a great season for them. I mean, the, the season that Liverpool are having. If it, especially if they go on now and win the, the, the Champions League game. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, we're glad to have the two of them. Yes. With the competition that they provide and the games they provide and, and the, the drama that they provide yeah. over a season. It's, now, it's amazing. You, you've been around a long time, John. I have too. But looking, I mean, people are saying, and I feel it myself, although I question myself as well about it, uh, people talking about the, the best Premier League ever. And the two best Premier League teams ever. Yeah. Now, uh, I yeah, think that's a big statement because, as I think we said, we talked about it with Liam in the last two weeks, that's a hard call to make. What's your view, John? Let's take Liverpool first. Yeah. Now, where do they rank? Or should we even have this conversation? Because sometimes when you're saying somebody's as good as Pele or better than Pele, the greatest mm. player of all time. Those kind of comparisons aren't really helpful. Was Jack Nicholas better than yeah. Tiger Woods and all that stuff? So we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. At the same time, Liverpool compared to the Kenny Dalglish, Ian Rush teams, Mark Lawrenson, uh, Alan Hansen, Ronnie Whelan, great players that they've had down the decades. Well, yeah, I think it's a very, very... Well, first of all, a lot of people who say these uh, things are the best ever. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 some of them haven't seen the old teams. Exactly, yeah. They weren't yeah. there. They yeah. weren't born. Yeah. No, you're going back to the first Liverpool, the great first uh, uh, Liverpool team under Shankly. Yeah. You know, they had a forward line of uh, Callaghan, uh, Hunt, yeah. St. John, 
Thompson. Yeah. yeah. You know, people wouldn't remember him. I mean, you, you, you obviously do, and I, I do. Yeah. Right against yeah. Him. yeah. Th- these were these were brilliant players. Yes. And then later on, you come along with with the the, the, the Paisley yeah. Liverpool team. Yeah. You know, the Keegan came into it, and uh, and then Graeme Souness and Alan Hansen. Yeah. Kenny, you know, like these were great players, and it's very, very hard to compare them with each other. Yes, because first of all, the conditions of today with the grounds and uh, the pitches, yes, is unbelievable. And yeah, like in the old days when the, the old Shankly team and when Don I was playing, like some of them would be mud heaps. I mean. Yeah, yeah, understand it had to be good. So, like, great teams are great teams in any era, in my opinion. Yeah, I and, agree with that. You know, I mean, the Shankly teams could only do what they could do in their particular day. Yeah. And they were great players and great teams. Yes. And then Bob Paisley comes along with it, you know, and, and does... So it, it's very difficult to compare them because a lot of people who are doing the compa- comparisons at the moment yeah. haven't seen the old teams. Right. They don't know what they're talking about, in other words. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it's hard. To, it, it's hard. I mean, there's a lot of, they, these are a long time ago, but these were the great teams of their day and the great players of the day. Yeah. And I've always felt the great teams of, of, of years ago Yes. Would be great players today. You know, you've got the really great Pelé and these guys. Amy. Yes. You know, like, these were great players playing in the conditions that would today would be a dream for them. Yeah. So yeah. you have to take what great players were great players. Liverpool team of their great team. And so the Liverpool team of the past. Yeah. You know, and it's very, very difficult to, 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 to do it. I mean, if you ask me to pick the great teams of my time and I, when I played against them, I, I find it very, very difficult to do so. Yeah. Because we're great players. I mean, people remember, say, Graeme Souness, yeah. Alan Hansen, yeah. Kenny Dalgleish. Ian Rush. I mean, would they be able to play today? Yes. <laughs> you know? I think, I think when, I, when I see Graeme sometimes on the television, I think he fancies himself. Uh, I don't think he'd accept that he couldn't get in the present Liverpool side. Let me ask you a, a, another question, which I think is, is easier to answer. The general strength of the Premier League now, I, I give him my own opinion first, which is that it is much stronger than it's ever been, much richer in terms of the quality of football for the, the arrival of so many South Americans and European players. It's a much deeper league. Some, somebody like uh, Wolves can go to Anfield and give Liverpool a big shock yesterday. And to be fair to Aston Villa, uh, they put it up to Manchester City. Would you agree that it's stronger, more uh, good players, yeah. more depth? Yeah, there's, there's certainly more depth in them. Now we have the great players anyway. You know, if you if you go, with, you know, Manchester Manchester City, Liverpool, for example. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some great players in in, in those teams. Well, what, what has happened over the years? I mean, again, I'll go back to my time. The, the money wasn't in England. Yeah. Or the, the English league, no. or the, the, the first division in those yeah. days. Like if you go back over it, John Charles, back in 1950s, uh, I think 57, who was one of the great players of all times, yeah. he sold from Leeds for 60, 60 grand. Yeah. Like, and, and in our time, it, Italy became a yes. fashionable place to go. Yes. Because they had the money. Yeah. And the money attracts the players, I mean. Yeah. And what's happened in recent And the coaches. Time, and the coaches, of course. Yeah. I mean, you look, at, you look at the premiership now, the, the, yeah. the Premier League, okay. Uh, there must be 50%, Eamon, what we would regard as foreign players. 
Oh yeah, at, at least, and I'm looking down the league table as we speak, and I've, I have, I've, I'm only coming to the first British uh, manager, if you like. It's David Moyes in seventh position, and Leicester with Rogers uh, in eighth position, Brighton. But all the top six managed by foreigners, yeah. um, and two of them, but German, uh, and of course Antonio Conte at Spurs. And we, we've seen in his case what a difference a world class coach can make. But it, just to go back to something you said before, it's hard to convey to younger people now the bumpy bad pitches in the springtime, not so much the mud, but the dust <laughs> and, and the state of the grounds was just appalling. And you had to get on with it, Eamon, because yeah. we didn't know anything better than those days. Yeah. You know, uh, what happened was they used to have no drainage on the pitches. Yeah. So when you got into the, the summer, when it started, Eamon, the pitches were fine. But then it got to the rainy season around yeah. September, October, November. Yeah. And the rains came. And there was no drainage. Yeah. So it would chew, you, the players would chew the, the place up. Yeah. You know, the, the, the grass up. And then, then you had no grass whatsoever. Yeah. And spring came in, and then it'd be a bit dusty, and it probably it would level out a bit. But it, it, when you see the conditions today, they're unbelievable. But, but the, the Premiership and Italy or Spain, whenever it might be, wherever the money is, wherever it is, yes. it attracts the best players and attracts the best coaches. And that's what's happened to the Premiership in recent times. Yeah. Murdoch is the man who's done it with the television, Eamon. Yeah. He gives it all the clubs, I think it's 150 million yeah. every season, right? And he's a very, very clever man. He knows if, if the Premiership bring in the best players, Eamon, yeah. they have the best league in the world and you have people in America and China and that buying the Premiership. Yeah, absolutely. And I should point out for the record that Rupert Murdoch doesn't own Sky anymore, but he did when mm. they got involved in the Premier League, and that really was a transformational moment uh, for the game in terms of, as you say, selling it to, there isn't a village in the world anywhere that wouldn't have yeah. access to it uh, or doesn't want access to it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let me ask you about your own club, Leeds, John. Fourth from the bottom, they escaped with a good win at Brentford yesterday. Brentford have been going really well. But uh, Leeds went there with their new manager, Jesse March. They got the result they needed. It's been a narrow escape. And I know that you are not an emotional type of man. You're not likely to be sitting there with your Jurgen Klopp mask on. However, you were invested emotionally in this team because I spoke to you um, in recent weeks and you, you didn't, you really wanted them to stay up for emotional reasons as much as anything? Well, as you know, I, mean, I, I was 12 years at Leeds. Yeah. And uh, we had, I had a great time there. The supporters were great. Uh, and they, they, these supporters came along at that time when Don Levy took over. These weren't a well-supported team, Eamon. No, Leeds is a rugby league town, I should explain. Yeah, and cricket. And cricket, yeah. Yeah. So Leeds would... And, and then, then Don Levy created a team that... I was there for 12 years. And over those 12 years... They won a few trophies and got the crowd going uh, uh, to the matches from all, from all over the country. Yeah. And I must say, to support at Leeds in, in, in my time was was brilliant. Yeah. They were really loved the club. They stuck with them. They've had bad times, as you know, and and they're there again. Yes. You know, and uh, they're 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 a great home crowd. There's no doubt about that. And, and there's a lot of them, Eamon, you know. And when you, when I saw them at the matches and they were struggling, and I said, well, I'd have to feel sorry for them. Yeah. Because it means so much to them. Uh, not just Leeds. Liverpool would be the same. Man. So all the other clubs are like that. But I'm t- we're talking about Leeds at the moment. Yeah. So I'm delighted for the players, uh, for the for the fans, Eamon. That now, they have done it. They've stayed up. Now, now they've got to get a grip of the whole thing and try not to get into the same situation again. Because the crowd, the crowd they have, fanatical for Leeds. Let me ask you about Marcelo Bielsa. He got them promoted. He got them playing an exciting, daring kind of football. Some people thought it was uh, reckless. But he he did it, and they gave him the boot, and they brought in an American, Jesse Marsh. Uh, Tell me about that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that he he was sacked, Emin. I think he did a great job. Yeah, and he didn't spend a lot of money. No, um, he didn't have the, the funds that some of the big clubs have had, and he got them from when he, from the time he went his first year. He, he missed out in the playoffs. Then they got him up, and then they finished seventh. And I thought he was badly treated, to be quite right. honest. They were having a bad time, but uh, he didn't. Ha- he didn't spend much money. He didn't have a big squad, and I think there was three of his players, his main players. Or injured. Yeah, Philip, Phillips, uh, a very important, and Bamford, the centre forward, a goal scorer. Yeah. And Phillips, who is the, a current England international and in the team as a first choice player and was in the Euros. Yeah, so they, they didn't have the, 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 the backup, I mean, when yeah. those players got Cooper, the captain, and well, he was injured as well. Yeah. So, 
I, I felt sorry for Bielsa because what the, the owner said at the end, that they weren't living up to their, he wasn't living up to their the performance and uh, that wasn't living up to their expectations. I mean, what, what did they expect? You know, here's a guy that came in, got them up from nowhere, didn't spend any money, and in my opinion, they should have, when the close players got injured, they should have backed him by getting players in. They didn't do that, and then, then obviously they were losing, losing matches. Uh, but, but I must say, I, I thought he did a great job for him, and I was, I was sorry. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I don't think he was treated very well when they were sacking him. Um, now, uh, Eddie Gray, a former teammate of yours and a close friend, of course, great player too. Uh, Eddie's still working for Leeds, and I understand new manager Jesse Marsh asked him to say a few words to the players on Friday about the history of the club and the responsibility that was on them. By the way, did you know that I was an ambassador for Millwall? No. No? There you go. It's Are you kidding me now? Are you? I'm, ki- <laughs> I'm kidding you, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in the Hall of Fame as well. And I'm not kidding you about that. Did you know that Millwall had a Hall of Fame? No. <laughs> well, I'm in it. No. Good, good for you. <laughs> well, you, you had eight or nine years there, didn't you? I did, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they were a good team. That was the only qualification. I'm sorry, John. We'll move on. Um, I want to ask you, we've talked about Manchester United, and I'm sure Manchester United fans dread another conversation about how bad they have become, and yet they finished sixth in the league, and I think they qualify for the Europa League next season. Uh, yeah. And the, the, the new coach, Ten Hag, um, has had... Very successful time with Ajax. He's coming into what is really a daunting task, isn't it, John? Definitely, I mean, I mean, one of the, one of the huge clubs in the world, Manchester United, and yeah. for them to be in the position that they've got themselves into now um, is, is dreadful. Yeah. Um, so they do need a good character in and a top class manager to, to do it. Yeah. I, I think if he is what what Manchester United supporters hope. Hope him to be. Yeah. Um, I don't think it will take him the six years that the, the, the present uh, interim manager talked about. Anyway. Right. Yeah. I really don't. Uh, uh, I mean, they, they have the, the, the financial backing to get players in into the club, plus what they have. You know. Well, I, I, I don't agree with you, John. I, I tell you what's interesting. First of all, I don't think they'll make the money available. Secondly. I think the players, the make the difference players, don't want to go to Manchester United anymore. It was once the destination of choice for great players, uh, as as you know. Uh, but Mbappe and uh, Haaland, the, this new generation of outstanding players, they wouldn't even think about going to Manchester United, and that is a problem, isn't it, for a new coach f- uh, for whom the expectations are very, very lofty. Um. But that, that's a good point, I mean. But 
I don't think it'll take that long for the players uh, who see the potential there and if the money's going out right. to them. Yeah. I really don't. I don't I think it'll take two years at least to, to get on the move. Yeah. Uh, but I think once they get on the move, uh, I don't think it'll take the six years that people are talking about. I mean, you have to go back to Ferguson's time, Emmett. When he took over. Yeah. Right? It took him three years. Three years, John, and he was lucky in in a kind of way. There was one game, I think it was a cup game against Oxford United, uh, and it was being said in the media before that match, if they were knocked out by Oxford United, he was gone. Yeah, and they won. Yep. They won, they kept him gone. Yeah, fella, uh, Paul no Robbins got he, the was, he was very near. He was very nearly... Uh, sacked yeah. at Manchester United. Yeah. But they didn't sack him, Eamon. No. But it, it took him three years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when he when he took over, it was a shambles. We're not, not as bad as it is now, but when he took over, it was a shambles. So I think they have the resources. I think they will attract uh, 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 big players, Eamon. You know, it's still it's still Manchester United. He's a big job to do, there's no doubt. Yeah. He's going to have to really... Like, we know he's done a good job where he is now. We know yeah. that. But can he do it at Manchester United? But if if he's the real McCoy, I don't think it will take him anywhere near six years. Okay. Um, but if, if you look at look at this present situation at Spurs, Eamon. Yeah, well, I was just coming to Spurs, John, because it, Conte. it kind of proves right? your point, yeah. Now, like he, he's only there, what, three, four months, five months? Yeah. He, he signed a couple of players. I think he signed three players. They've been yeah. good players, but they haven't been big. They haven't been big signings by no, any no. means. No. But look what he's done with them, Eamon. Yeah. The same players. Yeah. You, know, you get a good manager and if this guy is as good as he's supposed to be, I don't think it'll take him anywhere near six years. Right. Now, the question of Manchester City and the Champions League, uh, John, they failed repeatedly and Pep has failed at Bayern and indeed at Manchester City to win the Champions League. Is there any significance for you in that or is it just one of those things? Um, I think it's just one of those things, Eamon. I I don't put I personally don't put as much importance on the Champions League as the Premier League. As the Premier League, yeah. Well, that's what Pep said on Friday. He said winning the Premier League is tougher, and he ranks it above winning the Champions League, which yeah. I don't agree with. But I can see where yeah. he's coming from. I can see where you're well, coming I, from. I agree with him, Eamon, for what yeah. it's worth. Well, because, the sports uh, law, John. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you go over it, you're playing 38 matches, Eamon. Yeah. In the Premier League. That's 38 matches. You don't play that many matches and against some of the opponents of the quality that you have in the Champions League. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't we get Chelsea won the Champions League last year. Yeah. Right? Does that make them a better team than Manchester City? Uh, not on the stats, John, because they're 19 points behind them in the Premier League. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's, it's like it's great to win the Premier League, Eamon. Uh, well, funny enough, Eamon, when I was at Leeds, I played in what was then the European Cup yeah. final. Yeah. We didn't win it. Yeah. Okay. But we won the league twice, and yeah. those days it was 42 matches. Yeah. And I always felt, as, as, as a professional footballer, that they have to have that consistency over 42 matches, Eamon. Yeah. Right? And that's hard work. Yes, and, and now it's only 30, only thirty eight matches now. If you look at the Premiership now, Manchester City have to overtake or beat Liverpool, yeah, Chelsea, Spurs. Arsenal, yeah, 
Spurs. Man, you, All these top clubs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You don't get that quality in the Champions League. That's true. Actually, most, most of the quality now is coming from the Premiership. Yep. Yep. Now, that's only my opinion. Of course, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rate uh, Guardiola or anybody on not winning the Champions League. Okay. Now, that's interesting. No, it, it's interesting, and I think I kind of agree with it and when you put it that way, except in his case, he went to Germany to the club that is all-powerful, has just won its 10th successive Bundesliga, and they failed uh, in the Champions League. He's come to the wealthiest English club. He's been there five seasons, I think, and he hasn't won the Champions League. And the other two coaches who were there before him at City, they both won the Premier League because with City's resources, John, it would be hard not to win the Premier League. If they, I mean, the, among the players they left on the bench yesterday in their hour of uh, greatest need was the hundred million pound man, Grealish, which is extraordinary. And in, in this morning's papers, the first guy out in the town, Jack Grealish, with a pint, saying we stayed out until three o'clock in the morning. So maybe there's a connection there. Well, he, he, he paid he paid that money for him. I mean, that's one player. Yeah. But you have to take his overall record. I mean, that's four years out of five he's won the league. Yeah. And it's the hardest league in the world. I mean, there's you, no. You talk about, about the, yeah. you know when he was at the German league. I mean, they 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 they, they went into the the, the, uh, the didn't win it with them. He won it twice with uh, uh, Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. Uh, I just don't see it as the the thing to right. win. No, no, I really don't. I'd rather, I'd rather win. The, I, I'm on top now as an ex-pro or when I played for him. Yeah. I'd rather win uh, the league because it's week in, week out. And in the in the Premiership now, yes, they've got maybe four, four of the five of the best teams in Europe. Yes, yes. And you're playing them. You have to play them twice a year. Yeah. I mean, if you look at his, his, his record from yesterday, I mean, he's, what's he got? Ninety-three points, Simon, or something. Yeah, ninety-three. No. Uh, points Liverpool ninety two and the next on the list is Chelsea with seventy four. Absolutely, and seventy four won the Champions. They won the Champions League last year. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that, that, that's only my take on it. Other people say, well, you have to win the Champions League. Well, Chelsea did it, but were they a better team than Liverpool or Manchester City last year? You know. Yeah. It, I, it, I think it, I think the point is well made, and I think it's a very interesting uh, debating point, and essentially. Uh, I agree with you uh, for this one reason at the in the moment we're in is that there's a, the teams around Europe, John, in Spain, Italy, Germany are weak. Yes, yes, that's, and, the, and they that's don't the have point money. of making them anyway because yeah. all the money is attractive to everybody yeah. club, and the Premiership have that, so they they actually attracting the best players in the world now. And if you have to win the Premier League now. You have to play against all these terrific teams yes. and players. Yes. You know, that's, that's, anyway, that's, that's my, I, I don't want to bore you with it, but that's my, that's no, my take. No, I don't think yeah. you're boring anybody. Now, what I want to do finally, John, because we're going to be speaking to Liam tomorrow, who's unavailable today, and he's going to give me his player of the year and his coach of the year, and I'm going to give my own player of the year and coach of the year. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners will be interested. Your player of the year, John. I would go for Salah. Right. From Liverpool, I mean. I yeah. think he's been fantastic. 
Uh, I think Liverpool have been fantastic as we know. I mean, yeah. City City just pipped them yeah. for the league, and they're in the, the Champions League, and they won. The, I mean, they've had a great season. Yes, and he scored, well, I don't know when he scored. He scored, he scored 23, 20. I think. He got he got one yesterday. I think he scored 23. I think Son of Spurs pipped him. Yeah, he scored 24 and wins the golden boot. But yeah. Mo Salah, although in Salah's case, since the African Cup of Nations, where he and Mane both yeah. had to go and both their countries, Egypt and Senegal, got to the final... Uh, there was extra time in the semi-final and the final. And I think since Salah's come back from that, uh, it was quite a draining experience. He hasn't quite uh, been uh. as effective. No, it's, it's, it's too many games, Eamon. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like yeah. The, the players are only human. There's too many games and the travel and all the various things that Salah had to do. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at the season that, if we go over the season, which we're, yeah. we're, we're talking about, I mean, for Liverpool to be doing what they're doing, and he's been the main man as far as yes. the goal scoring has been concerned, and the making of goals. So that'd be that'd be my 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 All choice. Right. Eh? Now, your coach of the year, John. Um, well, again, I'd have to go for Conte. Yeah, at Spurs, but yeah. just just he's able to show in 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 a major way what can be done when you have a good manager. Yes, Spurs were going nowhere. Yeah. Manchester United are down and out at the yeah. moment because they haven't had a manager for four or five yeah. years. But he was able to show with a group of players, Eamon, getting a grip of them, getting it organised, getting the spirit right, being all the things that you need to do. And he's proven it before, as we know, in the past. Yeah. We're coming to sports where it's not easy with the with the with the, 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 the boss there yeah. Yeah, to do. And he's shown that it can be done with the same players. I know he's got a couple of players in, but he hasn't spent big money by any means in in, in doing so. Right. So, I I would I would um, I would I, I'm a big fan of his anyway, Eamon. But I would go for him this year on what he's done with Spurs. Now there was other great managers, Klopp doing what he did. Yes. Guardiola's doing what he, but he hasn't had the resources and he's had to do it on the run. He hasn't had much time to do it. But the change that he's made in them to yeah. qualify them from the Champions League. I think it's a brilliant job. Right. And I'm going to give you my manager of the year and our listeners, of course, Antonio Conte. I agree with you. I think he's done a brilliant job uh, at Spurs, getting them into the Champions League next season, uh, getting Harry Kane going again, getting Son going again, turning Eric Dyer into a player, <laughs> which we never thought we'd see, John. Um, yeah. And as you say, he went to Juventus and uh, got a couple of players there. And he, he has done a fabulous uh, job. I find it much more difficult uh, to pick a player of the year, but I'm going to go for Andy Robertson of Liverpool. I think he's a brilliant fullback. He's a brilliant defender. His attacking play is superb. I think he's one of the most important players in the team in terms of geeing up the other guys when things are a bit flat. A real good player. I know you share my admiration for him, don't you? He's great, I mean, he's a good. He, he never gets. He hardly gets a mention, really, with the top players no. that Liverpool have. Yeah. But week in, week out, if it's a, the first thing you look for, players, I mean, is attitude. Yes. Do they have the right attitude? Because yeah. we know a lot of players who have the ability but don't have the, the attitude. He's a perfect example of that. Yeah. No fuss, no bother. No. Gets on with the job. He's not looking for any headlines. He's not looking to be to be to be. 
one of the stars. Yeah, he is. Well, he is one of the stars. But he, but he just gets on with the job. He's a brilliant defender. He makes a certain amount of goals. Uh, but he's, he's just a top, a really top player. That, that as a manager you'd want in your club. Eh? Yeah, he scored. He scored. He rarely scores, but he scored in Liverpool's hour of need yesterday. He scored the third goal in the ninetieth uh, minute. But final point about him, John. Eight million he cost from yeah. Hull City. So yeah. it just goes to prove, doesn't it? And we know, I think we've talked yeah. so many times before, publicly and privately, about how resourceful Liverpool have been with players like that. Um, I'll tell you, just there, Eamon, I think, I think the, 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 the fee was so low that I think it was in his contract and some of the other players' contracts that if they went down... Right, that's right. They could go for. I see somebody else did. did uh, Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire went, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. To Leicester at that at that time. If the pay- so that's, well, that was a great that was a great move. If the Manchester if the Manchester gossip is right, Harry can go back for eight million as well. <laughs> but that's not You're fair. Being cruel now. I am. Yeah. Anyway, John, thank you very much for joining us on the stand all through the season and giving us the benefit of your unique wisdom. Uh, We're very grateful to John Giles, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.